What up, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of the Fulfillment Podcast, where we discover a better you by finding fulfillment in life, relationships, and finance. In this episode, we're we'll be going over the real reason that there's a 1% and not a 99% or 50% or 75% or whatever the hell else there is out there, right? The real reason there's a 1%. And I'm not even going to spend any other time on that because we're getting right into it. Because <laughs> that's what the 1% does, baby. They go right into business. So with that being said, all right, the real reason that there's a 1%. And I'm going to tell you right now, I got a whole, I got like a fucking slew of note cards on here, um, just on things that talk about all this stuff, right? Because before, so give you guys some like behind the scenes action. When I do for my episodes, I sit down and I'll do uh, typically about five to 10 minutes or so of show notes. So I'll, I'll write down either on note cards or I have a uh, Google Doc that I fill out a whole bunch of different things. So I have show notes. So I kind of know different bullet points and stuff that I'm talking about. And this one, I just got like a handful of fucking note cards because when I get when I get super uh, like energized into something, I do it by hand, right? So I'll, I'll write things down by hand or I'll put it up on a, on a whiteboard. I got a big old whiteboard right here next to me. So I'll do things either on the whiteboard or on note cards and I do it by hand because that's when I'm just like, when I'm super motivated, I'm super pumped up and I'm just like, I'm in the fucking zone. I usually don't put it on the computer just because it like, I think kind of dilutes it a little bit. So I do it in the hand um, on note cards. So I got a whole fucking handful of note cards here and it's just, uh, it's nothing but show notes. So I got all my shit right here on these damn note cards. So it, that's how you know I'm, I'm, I'm motivated about this and I love this. Um, but pretty much what this is, so I want to talk about the real reason there's 1% and this kind of hit me this past weekend um, as I was thinking about things and, and hanging out with certain people, right? That, that just weren't uh, people that I needed to keep in my life and I needed to like cut them out, right? So as I was hanging around different people, I started to think about this is the reason there's a 1%. And, I, and there, there's some other things too, uh, don't get me wrong, that are that are going on in my head. And I'm like, yeah, this definitely needs to be shit that gets shared. Like people need to know about this. They, they need to understand that there's a reason there's a 1% and there's a reason there's a 99%. And a lot of it, uh, and I'll say just coming out of the gate swinging, the, uh, the biggest, I would say the top reason that there's a 1% as opposed to 99% is the 1% is willing to do what the 99% aren't. Right? They're willing to do something different than what the 99% of everybody else out there is not willing to do. And while that may got it, right? Maybe hard to understand, maybe hard to swallow, maybe hard to get behind. Um, it's it's true. Okay. So it I'm I'm here and I am I'm down to offensive people, right? No, I don't know worry about it. So this may this may piss some people off. Um, because you may not be there. Shit. But I just dropped my stuff. Uh, too many note cards. <laughs> But that being said, right, it, it, there's too many people in this world and too many important people to me that I don't have to worry about spending time on the diluted mindset that some people get in when, when they're like, oh, you fucking pissed me off with that. You know, well, guess what? Turn it off. Like, don't listen to it. I don't need you consuming the positive mindset material that I'm putting out, right? If it's going to piss you off, hey, go, go sit in your pissed off den, in your little pissy corner, and, and just wallow in your, your hopes and sorrows, right? Watch everything go shit down the drain. Like we don't need those people in our life, right? This is a, this is a group in a mindset of people that are here to aspire to be better, that want to be the 1%, that want to be in a better circle, that want to improve their life, that want to grow and provide value to the people that they're around, that want a better relationship, right? They're, they're not this, if you're listening to this podcast, you have a different sense of mentality. You have a different sense of drive in your head that's pushing you to do bigger and better things, right? You want to improve. This is a, it's a very, I would say educational, not traditionally educational, but very, but very educational nonetheless, um, podcast show. And it's very much of the mindset. Like you got to fucking get out there and you got to fucking do, and you have to get over the mindset of the people that won't and that are going to hold you back. And 
the ability to take action is one of the biggest things that sets people apart that makes their the reason that there's a 1%. That's, that's in my opinion, right? That's the biggest reason that there's a 1% class and not a 99 or a 75 or an 80% or anybody else, right? That's why the wealth, when we talk about wealth inequality, especially in America or other like wealthy nations, right? The reason for a wealth inequality gap is because the 1% is totally different in the mind and in the head than everybody else that they surround that's around them, right? The other 99% of people, not, not their immediate circle, right? Their immediate circle is the people that they surround themselves with. Those are the people that help them get there. They're most likely also one percenters, right? People that are part of the 1% group. So if you're trying to be somebody in the 1% group, this episode is going to tell you all the different things that I think go into it. And it's starting off with the big one. The first one is the ability to take action. The people in the 1% group take fucking action. If you're sitting in a nine to five and you go to a cubicle every day and you fucking hate it and you dread Monday coming up, right? Guess what? You're fucking not taking action. You're sitting there driving every day on and you're dreading it and you're waiting for your life to go by every week so you can get to the fucking weekend to where you probably go out and drink or go out into the mountains and just get away from everybody. What if you lived a life where you didn't feel like every day you had to leave and escape and just transport yourself to some mystical place where you could get away from everything? What if you lived a life where you woke up every day and you were fucking pumped? Like you were jazzed. You were like, fuck yeah, I'm getting up. I'm going to the gym. I'm fucking cooking breakfast. I'm doing whatever I want. I'm going to hang out by the pool. I'm going to start doing some work and doing some business and and do some things that give me gratitude and bring success and fulfillment in my life. And then at the end of the day, I'm going to cook my dinner. I'm going to hang out with my family. I'm going to do like all the different things or, you know, go fucking hiking or go camping or go hanging out on the boat or the lake or whatever, right? Think of all the cool things that you could be doing. Instead, you're going to a fucking cubicle every day, wishing your life away during the week so you can get to drinking with some people that are just keeping you behind in your life on the weekends. Fuck no. What are we doing, right? I was there. I'm not kidding you guys. All this stuff that I'm talking about, don't think I'm some like crazy exception to the rule either. This is something everybody can do. There's no excuse, right? There's no excuse. If you, I'm a single guy, right? But I get all the time, oh, I got kids, if I didn't have my family, if I didn't have to answer. No, bullshit. If you have a family and you got a wife and you got kids and you got other people you got to answer to, those people should be the motivation for you to do something different, for you to be happy because you want to spend time with them. You want to improve their life. You want to be a positive example for them. You want to show them what they can do differently. Be the positive mindset. Be the positive example you wish to see in the world. Change the world that way, right? Take action. Use those things everybody else uses as an excuse as a launching point for you to be different, for you to be that something better, right? Don't use those fucking things as excuses. It's exactly what it is. It's an excuse. I I still use fucking excuses all the time, right? I catch myself. That's the difference. The difference is I catch myself using it as an excuse. I'm like, ah, fuck. All right. That's, That's probably not good. Right. <laughs> I'll sit there. I'll be like, oh, why? Why am I not doing so well? And this is, you know, a new business venture that I'm doing. Well, you fucking don't know anything because you've never done it before. Well, all right. So what do I got to do? Oh, I got to surround myself with some people that do know what they're doing in this world. OK, cool. Right. Don't use it as an excuse. Find a solution through it. So the biggest thing, take action. The reason there's a one percent is because one percent take fucking action. The ninety nine percent don't. Ninety nine percent don't take action on the things that they want to do. They instead decided to blame other people for everything that's not happening the way that they want in their life. If you want to get out behind that cubicle and you want to be doing your own thing, replace your desktop life with your laptop life and live and make money wherever you want, when you want, with who you want, that's when you start taking action and you decide to make the changes. Take action to do something different. Do something about it. Put in your two weeks notice. What if you walked into work tomorrow 
right? Today's uh, today's Sunday here, actually, if, uh, if you're listening to the live version of this. But regardless, if you walk into work tomorrow and you go in and you're like, hey, here's my two weeks, and you don't know what the fuck you're going to do afterwards after you get out and your two weeks are up, well, guess what? You just put your back against the wall and you're going to start making a decision. And that sometimes that's the best thing. Sometimes I'm forced with some, I'm faced with some pretty weird uh, scenarios in my life. And I think about it, if I feel like my back is up against the wall, I know that there's nothing that's going to happen, but a good, but a, a decision, it may not be a good decision, right? You may, may look back hindsight and be like, oh, that's fucking stupid, but you're going to make a decision on the lesson. That decision is going to change your life. And if you continue to make decisions after decision after decision to change your life in a positive way, right? Always looking to do good things. You're not stabbing people and trying to go to jail, right? Doing drugs and shit like that, right? You're trying to stay out of jail. Jail's, jail's not very conducive to living a uh, escaping the 9-to-5. Then, then you end up in a 24-7, right? <laughs> that you you kind of go, that, that's a step backwards. We're going in the wrong direction if that's the case. But we're, we're trying to go laptop life here. Get out of the desktop life. Go to laptop life. Replace your 9-to-5 with do whatever the fuck you want, right? And still make money and still do good things and still pay all the fucking bills and have money left over and spend time with your family and do all the things you always wanted to do. That's where we're trying to go make action, take decisions, put yourself against the wall and then do something about it. Right. So there was a, uh, the founder of, um, of GoPro, right. When he was, when he was developing GoPro, he had a, he had a, a business before GoPro that was not successful at all. He had, uh, he had about 30,000 of himself invested. I think it was like 6.4, some shit million of investor. My fuck. It may even been more than that. It may have been like 300 million, but he had a shit ton of investor money in this business that he was working on and it fucking went belly up, right? It was mismanaged. It was poorly accurtized. It was, uh, he did not have a very good strategy for it and it went belly up and he was in some shit and he started, he was selling fucking shells out of the, out of a van by the, the shore, right? By the selling seashells by the seashore. No, he was, he was straight up selling shell necklaces out of a fucking van, uh, on the beach in LA. I'm pretty sure. I'm pretty sure that's where it was at in LA. And, uh, and he just fucking, he, he knew he's like, I'm thinking about how the fuck I'm going to do this next. And he saw everybody fucking surfing and how the camera, like they, they would want to use cameras or they're trying to hold cameras or whatever, but they couldn't because nothing was working. So he fucking designed a prototype of a camera that fit inside a waterproof case that they could stick to the front of their surfboards. And that's how it started. That's how we started GoPro. And then that turned it into a $300 billion revenue for him, right? a massive explosion in a company that he completely turned around. What had happened was he put his back essentially against a wall to the point that it forced him to make a decision and to take action on something that created wealth and generated that positive world that he wanted to live in, right? He knew it wasn't the end. He knew he was going to make something good and he put his back up against the wall and decided to do something about it. And you could do the same fucking thing. You can do the same thing. That's the difference between the 1% and the 99%. Another thing that's different between the 1% and the 99% is the friend group they have. Look at the network of the people that surround themselves or that, that they, they have inside their environment, their inner circle. Look at the network of the people that they have. Their friend group, their network is also other successful and wealthy people, right? And I'm not just talking, don't get confused here when I say success and wealth, that I'm only talking about money right? Money's part of it. Money allows the freedom. It's a tool that can allow you to do several different things, right? Talk to the people in fucking, uh, the, the poor countries in South Africa, right? They, they would be very, um, confrontational with you and disagree with you heavily about the fact that money does not provide anything for you, right? Money, money is a tool that can do a lot for you, 
It is not the success or it is not happiness. However, it is a tool that can do a lot of things and bring you a lot of value in your life, right? So don't, don't, don't confuse me saying success and wealth with just money. I'm not saying that. I'm saying that that's the finding the fulfillment, the success, the wealth, the true wealth and the true happiness in life, right? So the people that are successful in life, that the 1%, they also surround themselves with people that are thinking like one percenters, right? The people that are in the 1% circle, people that have the wealth and have the attitude of success in their daily life, right? And you need to do the same thing. Everything that I'm talking about here today in this episode, you got to implement this shit in your life too. If you implement the same stuff in your life, then you're going to be on the same track, right? If, if you do what other people have done to become successful, you will also do the same thing. I swear to God, if it doesn't work for you, trust me, you can go back to being shitty. You can go back to the shitty lifestyle that you had before. The mediocre, piss poor things that you were doing before, you can go back to it if it doesn't work. I promise you, right? If, that, if that's more conducive to you and that's, that's more beneficial and you like that more, fuck, go back to it. But give it a shot. What, what do you got to lose? You got nothing to lose. They surround themselves with the people, do the same thing with you, right? That's what the 1% do. Another thing the 1% do is they don't blame other people. 99% blame other people for the problems that they have in their life. Take it, take responsibility for the things that are going on in your life and fucking change it. It's that easy, right? Go back to rule number one. Take fucking action. Just change it. It's not hard. It's not difficult, right? It, it, it is to get started and to recognize it and to get over your own ego to realize it. But fucking do it do it right stop blaming other people for it and you take responsibility and you take the action yourself the one percent don't blame other people for the problems or for the things that are going on in their life and the same thing comes if you do have successes if you're blaming other people for your problems then you also have to blame other people for your successes right if you blame someone for your problems then you blame the people for success it goes both ways no matter what happens it goes both ways because you got to get out of that mindset, right? You got to get out of the mindset of blaming other people and you have to take responsibility for it because that's what's going to give you the drive and the motivation deep inside for you to grow and advance and improve yourself daily. Okay. Another thing the 1% do differently than the 90% they jump on opportunities. They do not think about things when they come up. If they know it is good, then they act, they take action on it, right? A lot of the stuff's going to come back to rule number one because I think that's absolutely the most foundational piece of this entire program, this entire podcast episode is taking action. The 1%, they jump on opportunities when they present themselves. If a house comes up, right, and you value this house, you, you're looking at it, you're like, oh, it's probably a fucking $750,000 home, right? Or it's a $1.2 million property, right? And that thing comes up grossly undervalued, $800,000, and you're like, whoa, that thing should be one point two, and it's 800000 right? Fucking take it. Take it. Take it. Do whatever you can to get it because you know it's worth it, right? You know that, that alone, that value in that property is worth it, and that's what the 1% do that's different is they set themselves up and position themselves for success when the opportunities arise, right? An unprepared mind is an unsuccessful mind, but preparation leads to success. And that's exactly what I'm talking about here, right? You always want to prepare yourself for that next best thing, for that next best thing that can come in your life. I talk about this relationships all the time. When you want, if you want a high value person in your life, then you have to, you yourself become a high value person. You have to prepare yourself, prepare the vessel for the journey that lies ahead. If you want a high value person in your life, you want a high value girl that you want to meet and you want a relationship with, right? Because that's where you want to be. You, you like, you want that in your life, right? You want somebody that's high value because that's what you deserve. Then you yourself also have to be the same thing. Same thing with buying real estate, right? I prepare and position myself with the income streams and the revenue and the investments built up so that when an opportunity like that shows up, I can jump on it immediately. And I don't have to wait. I don't have to be like, oh, there's 1.2. 
That thing is worth 1.2 and here it is at 800,000 for sale, right? Because the guy's in a shitty relationship, getting divorced and then going through a fuck show with his fucking real estate, right? Trying to just liquidate everything. I can buy it because I've been saving and I, I have what I need set aside. I've been building the revenue streams. I've been building my business so that it can support me throwing down on a property like this with no problem, right? I've been doing everything I can to prepare myself for this position. I'm not sitting in my nine to five job where I'm getting a steady paycheck of three grand a month or 3,500 bucks a month or six grand a month, right? Where I'm sitting there just wasting my life away. I'm taking that money. I'm investing it. I'm growing. I'm doing more with myself. I'm creating a business that's going to start taking off and explode exponentially beyond that so that when this property does come up or an opportunity like that does arise, I can jump on it and I can take it. When a show or an expedition or a fucking uh, mastermind or something like that, an event comes up where someone's like, hey, man, I fucking I want you to be there or I want you to speak or I want to have you on stage, right? You're like, fuck yeah, I'll be there because I've prepared myself and I'm ready. I've done the things I need to and now I'm ready to be on that stage with you and I can do those things and I can talk to your clients and to your people that are there listening and I have value to provide to them because I've prepared myself, right? The 1% jump on opportunities. They prepare themselves. Another thing the 1% does is the 99% doesn't. They embrace change and shifts in their life, right? They're not stuck on the same mentality or the mindset of the direction that their life has to go. I think one of the episodes I talked about um, the way things can change, right? Being able to like let go. And it's this, this Chinese art of Taoism um, is a very good representation of this concept. And Taoism, what it is, is it is your ability to embrace the flow of life, right? Nature has a flow. The world, the universe, God is putting you on a path. You are on a path that is going to create the best version of who you are and who you can become. When you diverge from that path, that's when you start feeling resistance in your life. That's when you feel like you're in the wrong relationship. That's when you feel like you're in a dead end job. That's when you feel like you're not earning enough money, right? When you're diverting from that path, when you're not on your path, that's when you're, you're saying no to certain opportunities, you're turning things down, you're not moving, you're not advancing, you're keeping the wrong people in your life, you're doing all the things you shouldn't be. You have to embrace the change. You have to embrace the direction and allow life to flow. Embrace the flow that happens within life, right? Embrace the Taoism as it, as it impedes or not as you impede Taoism, you get away from that. Allow Taoism into your life. Allow that flow. Embrace the flow, accept it, and change your life as necessary. I think in the episode I talked about, it's like uh, 15 or something, let go in order to grow, I think is what it's called. And uh, I talk about the path, right? So if you think about a path in a field, as the path is going, right, we'll say it's going straight, you're walking down the path. Now there's a bunch of other paths. There's paths to your left, there's paths to your right. Those are other people's paths. Those, that's not your path. And as you're all walking along this path, your path may change directions. It may cross other people's paths. It may go other places. However, if you stay walking in the same direction and your path changes directions, so your path veers off to the left, but you keep going straight, you're going to start feeling resistance because you're no longer on the optimal journey you need to be on, right? Taoism is understanding that sometimes your path is going to shift. People are going to leave your life. People are going to come into your life. Opportunities are going to present themselves in their life, in your life. And you're going to need to learn to take them and you're going to need to learn to jump on them and you need to learn to take it and, and, and visualize and see the opportunities that these things provide to you and stop resisting them so much because you're providing the resistance. And when you do resist things like this, you're, you're, you're keeping yourself off that path. You want to stay on the path. The whole goal is to stay on the path of life, right? To stay on the path of fulfillment. It's an endless path. Don't think this path ever gets anywhere. It doesn't. 
Being on the path means you're on the path of fulfillment, right? It's an infinite game here. There's no end to this game. The goal of the game is to keep playing. The goal of being on the path is to stay on the path. Sometimes the path is going to veer off and we're not going to recognize it. And we're going to keep walking and then you're going you're gonna to be like, oh shit. And then you're going to have to get back on your path, right? I do that all the time. It happens, right? It does. The quicker you can recognize that the path has shifted directions and get back on it, the easier it is. And what does that look like in your life, right? That, that looks like somebody throwing a class like, hey man, come visit me. I got this person I want you to, inter- I want to interview, um, not interview with, but I want to introduce you to, right? And you know it's a good thing. You know it's something you should do, but you're like, ah, dude, I got fucking work. Fuck it. Take off work. Take work off and go meet this person. Who needs, you don't need that job. If this interview goes well and this introduction is bought like badass and they help you grow this business that you've been trying to start up for the last three years of your life and it, and it takes off, you don't need your fucking job. Let it go, right? But that's you staying on your path. That's, that's, that's the difference between you walking straight, being like, no, I can't because I got to work. That's you walking straight and your path has shifted as opposed to you being like, all right, dude, what time? Like, tell me when I'll be there. Right. And that, then that's you staying on your path. That's an example. You staying on your path. So those are some examples right there. Right. So the 1%, they jump and they embrace the opportunities and the change. They embrace the change of their life. They embrace the flow of life, right? Taoism. The 1% embraces Taoism. They embrace flow. They can react. They embrace change. They embrace knowing that their path can shift directions. They don't have to stay in the same, same path. They don't have to stay in the same, uh, orientation or same direction. Sometimes it shifts, right? Embracing Taoism, embracing change, not being attached to an outcome that they expect. Understanding things can change. People can come, people can go. Jobs can come, jobs can go. Things can come, things can go from your life. All right? That's one thing. That's another thing that the 1% do that the 99% doesn't. What's another thing? The the 1% does that the 99% does, does not do. The 1% are detached from the self-image that they built for themselves, right? When you grow up, you... Uh, a lot of times I'll say in my family, right? Think of a time or something that your mom or your dad or uh, one of your caregivers or whoever it was, right? Told you that you were good at when you were a kid, right? Mine was, uh, my mom always told me I was really, really smart and I was destined for, for big things, right? I didn't know what that meant. And I always thought I would be an inventor or something, but my mom always told me I would be good at something. Think about something in your life where one of the people who was influential to you told you something that you would probably be good at or you would do well in or whatever. Are you good at that? Do you see yourself as somebody who is fluent or excels in that area? You probably do, right? It's a self-fulfilling prophecy. Somebody's telling you something and you're believing them, which means you are now creating that reality for yourself inside your mental image that you have and that you're creating who you are. You're embracing that into your life, right? The 1% realizes that even that, that is an, a positive example of something good. There are things that people tell you to when you're growing up. Think about something that somebody said you were shitty at or you were bad at. Mine was basketball. I played basketball for a while, but guess what? Josh wasn't very good at basketball. I was tall as fuck, and I could run a hell of a lot, but I wasn't good at putting the ball in the hoop, right? My, my handling, I guess, was the worst part of everything, right? I could jump and get rebounds and pass the ball and all that stuff, but fucking tell me to dribble up and down the court, especially under pressure. I wasn't very excel. I, I did not excel at that very much. However, right, why do I feel that? I feel that because people told me that. I fucked up a couple times and then people told me I was bad at it and now it's just this perspective and this perception that I've built for myself. Can I let go of it? Yeah. To me right now, it's not really important. So I don't even care about it, right? Because I don't have that in my life. But I have embraced, I have 
developed this image of something that I'm bad at, right? And a lot of people do that, right? My mom told me I was smart and I was very, um, I was very knowledgeable. I was very quick to learn things, right? I was very absorbent of information. Now somebody could do the same thing, but in the opposite direction, right? Think about if you have had somebody in your life that's told you that you're not smart or that you can't figure something out or you're not good at whatever, right? You kind of like embrace this image that surrounds that. That's not good, right? If somebody says that the 1%, let go of those images and understand that those images are just things that we built for ourselves. They're these ideas that we've created around something. Be able to detach from that. Be able to let go of those images that we see ourselves in, right? I always saw myself as a jock. Well, guess what a jock typically doesn't do? Some some badass kind of pony show guy. Well, guess what he doesn't do a lot? Jocks don't really meditate, right? They're not in tune with themselves. They're not very personable. They, they try and be this big old... Uh, you know, fancy sports guy, try and look good, pretty boys, right? And try and try and show off for the ladies and, and get tail, right? That's what that's what the jocks try and do. That's if you think about it, right? That's what they that's what they're after. Well, guess what? I am while I still see myself as very, very good at sports, I'm in this zone of this self perception that I've built and I've let go of that and I meditate. Right? I'll spend you know 20, 30 minutes in the morning meditating and I'll cook for myself. A lot of cool guys don't cook either. Right, and I'll read books. Fuck, I was at the pool just yesterday, reading a book, and everybody else behind me was partying, and I was so fucking in the zone. I was reading one of Jason Capital's uh, short books, and I was so fucking in the zone about what the book was about that I I, I was totally zoning out the entire party that was happening right behind me. All right, I was I was kind of I was in the pool, but I was hunched over, kind of like one of the ledges, just reading the book, and I, I was totally zoned out. There were fucking girls. One of the girls tried to come up and talk with me, and I was like, no, 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 like <laughs> pushed her away. Right. Like, it's crazy, but I mean, I'm, I was in the zone and this is the idea that I've let go of this perception of you have to be always involved in the party and you have to be always around, you know, other people that are having a good time and you have to be in the middle of the circle, let go of that identity. I've, I've detached myself from that identity and I've accepted, you know what? I can do whatever the fuck I want and I don't care what other people think and I'm going to create whoever it is I have, like whoever it is I am. Talked about the example, I think in one of the um, earlier shows that I did about uh, Jason and his buddy Elliot, right? And his buddy Elliot was doing some uh, kinesiology, like uh, endo movements and stuff with him. And what he did was he broke this identity that he had for himself, right? He, he They went up in his room together and threw a mattress on the floor and had a whole bunch of like weird-ass movements um, in his boxers, right? And typically, he wouldn't have done that. He thought that would have been weird, and strange and different and not something that he did. And it would have been funny, right? It would have been fucking weird thing for him to do. So he would have laughed at it, but he let go of the image that he built for himself, right? He let go of that identity and he embraced change. And now he's totally like, he's like, dude, that was some of the most revolutionary stuff I've ever done. That was the most revolutionary hour and a half that I've ever spent with Elliot doing some like doing that, that movement, right? Doing that stuff. Because it just, it transformed, it allowed me to let go of this identity that I built for myself. And the 1% understand that, right? The, don't think, another thing too, don't think that the 1% are these people that walk around in fucking suits and ties all the time on Wall Street, right? Those, I, I wouldn't even, I would almost not even consider the person that you would think of when you think of that as 1%. I would think of the people that are the 1% people, are the people that do whatever they want, when they want, with who they want, and they can they can find success and gratitude and happiness no matter what the situation is, right? They can do whatever they want, when they want, with who they want, and they can find happiness and gratitude no matter the situation. 
those people, those people are the 1%. And guess what? The crazy situations and the crazy things that happen with that, those typically are the people that make a shit ton of fucking money. That's why they're the 1%. Not because the money is the driving factor for any of this. Typically, you talk to anybody that's a 1% person, right? Somebody that's making over $400,000 in a year. You talk to anybody that's in that category, those people typically are not driven by money. They're driven by a passion for improving somebody else or providing value to somebody or something. That's what those people typically are driven by. And that's what I'm talking about when I say 1%. Don't think I'm talking about some snothead dick sucker that's up at Wall Street wearing a suit and tie all the time because he's just trying to impress and get laid. That's not who I'm talking about. I'm talking about the people that are rich in life. They find fulfillment and success and happiness in whatever they do with who they want whenever they want. Those are the people that I'm talking about right now, right? The people that can provide value and bring happiness to other people. Granted, those are also people that are probably making over a million fucking dollars, right? So same idea, money happens, but people are in it for a different thing, right? So don't don't think I'm, I'm like embracing and, and kissing ass to some... Super big, you know, wealthy people. Like, no, it's not that's all I'm talking about here. You gotta get your fucking head out of that identity that you've built for yourself, right? Of who that one percent has to be. Let go of that. Change it. That's what makes one percent different than ninety-nine percent. Something else. All right, the next one. Um, they know that they're gonna become successful. They know it, right? When you embrace it, when you get to the point where uh when you're on this self-fulfillment journey and you you get this Im- impression and this feeling when you start surrounding yourself with the people that are going to build you up and to grow you, you start to embody what it means to just know, to just know that you're going to be successful, right? You're going to make it. You're going to make whatever it is happen, no matter what the cost. And when you do that, I think that's the point in which you can let go of your nine to five and you can full on go for what you're trying to do and what you're trying to achieve. You, you embrace that failure is going to happen. I get it. I'm going to fail. I'm going to fuck. I fucking, I, I have failed businesses, right? I have grown businesses and failed businesses. I would even venture to say that most people would see my um, I, I guess my property management company probably was a failure. However, I learned a shit ton from it and I wouldn't change it for the world because I learned so much from that business that it's helped me develop and grow whatever the other businesses that I have. It's helped me grow and develop those ones in a successful, positive way because of the lessons that I learned in that first one, right? You have to have failure. And I know that no matter what happens, even if I fail, I'm going to have success. I'm going to grow and I'm going to do better and I'm going to improve. I just, I know that, right? It's ingrained in my head. I know that it's going to work. You have to get the same place. That's what 1% do that 99% don't. They know it's going to work. They don't know how. They may not know the direction and the path that they're going to take, but they know it's going to work. They know. They just, it, it's ingrained in your head. That there's no doubt in your mind. It's just, it's going to work. Um, another thing that 1, 1% do that 99% don't is they have a tiny circle. They have a small tight circle of people that they're close with, right? Cause like the inner circle, they have a tight circle. They have a small circle. Find, I mean, fuck, I have mm, shit, probably like one person right now, but reality, I don't need a lot of people, right? I have, I am probably close to about six people. There's about six people that probably know what's going on in my life. I would say possibly on a daily basis. Um, Obviously, if you watch like my Snapchat and stuff, my personal ones, like you probably got a good idea what's going on if I'm doing anything. But I would say that the biggest thing is to have a t- have a small circle. You don't need a massive circle. People that understand their value and understand their wealth in the world don't need a big circle. They just don't. 
They don't need it. They don't have to impress anybody. They don't need to be spending time with people that are not worth their time. They're not worth their effort. Time is very, very valuable. And if you're not spending it growing on yourself and you're, you're providing value to somebody else, that person's got to be worth your time. And if they're not, cut them the fuck out and get rid of them. It does not hurt to have a small, have a, excuse me, have a small circle, right? A lot of people think, you're like, oh man, I need to have, I need to have all these friends and I need to have all these people that I surround myself with. Well, you fucking don't. I can tell you right now, you don't. Because if they're not helping you grow and they're not helping you get to where you need to be, then you don't need them in your fucking life. They're not worth the time. They're not worth your valuable, valuable, precious, precious time. Okay? All right. Another thing that the 1% do that the 99% don't is they do what they want and they're fired fucking up about it, right? You ever see the people that wake up in the morning and they're like, oh my God, I got to go to work and I got to work from Monday and I got to work till Friday. I can't wait till the weekend, right? Hell no, that's not fired up. That is not the example of fired up that you want to be if you're in the 1% group, right? If if you're in the 1%, you got to be motivated. You got to be jacked up. You got to be fired up about what you're doing. So if you're not, if you wake up every morning and you dread what you're doing for the rest of the week, wake up Monday morning before you go to work and you're like, fuck this, you're, you're, you're not on the path that you need to be on, right? You're, you're probably in the 1% and that's fine. Just acknowledge it, right? Identify it. If you can identify that you're in that group, hell, that's fucking half the damn battle right there. Just identifying it is half the battle and don't take it personal, right? Don't fucking take any of this shit personal. Just be like, Hey, this guy's trying to help me. This guy's talking to me. He's helping me. I want to change. I want to be a part of the 1%. I want to be doing what I want, when I want, with who I want. I want to be a part of that. And that's the lifestyle I want to build for my kids and my family and my future. He's trying to help me. So I need to listen to it and I need to take it. And I need to take it constructively because that's how I'm going to grow. And that's how I'm going to do better. He's trying to help me. Don't turn it off. Don't push it away. I mean, you can, but it's not going to help you anything, right? It's just going to put you right back where you were. Like I told you before, right? I think in the last episode, I said, hey, trust me. If this stuff, take it and try it. Right? Take all these things that I'm talking about and implement it in your life. If it doesn't work, fuck. Go back to being miserable. That's fine. If that's really where you want to be, go back to being miserable. You got no sweat, no loss at all. Right? But if it works, holy shit, what if it works? Right? Replace your desktop life with laptop life. Work where you want, when you want, with who you want. Do whatever you want. Right? And get paid for it. You're going to find such a niche in your world that fires you up, keeps you motivated in life, and makes you money you got nothing to worry about. So try it. Try all this stuff. Implement this thing, right? It doesn't work out. Be miserable. All I care. Fuck that. <laughs> That's all I got to say. Fuck that. That's just terrible. God, I was there once, man. I'm telling you. I was there once. Uh, it's not for me. Not for me. It's not for a lot of people. But it is definitely not for me. So do it. Give it a shot. Try it. Trust me. This shit's good. It's real good. All right. Next one. one next thing uh, the 1% do, the 99% don't. Um, they see themselves as high value, right? Okay. So guys, guys out there listening, you ever walk into a bar and you see some girls that you just know are, uh, you, you think about if you, if I go up and say hi to them, they're going to, they're going to blow me off, right? Those, those, those girls are not going to give me the time of day. Those girls see themselves as higher value than you. That's why, right? They see themselves of having something that you want. That's how the 1% see themselves compared to the 99%. 99% think they need a bunch of stuff, think they, they need to gain a whole bunch of things. The 1% are like, I fucking have it. I have it already. I don't need anything. I've got what I need. I've got all the stuff that I want right now. They know it. They know their high value. Just like those girls at the bar, right? They know their high value. They have what they want. They don't need anything, 
right? That's the difference. They see themselves as high value. Start seeing yourself as a high value person. Start pursuing the things that high value people have. Start doing the things that high value people do. Start going places and and feeling the way that high value people do and feel. Go and feel, right? Start start acting like your high value person. Start doing the things that high value people do. Start building that net worth. Start building that network, and start growing yourself to the point where you're also a high value person. Because the longer you start doing it the more you start believing it, you start shifting this paradigm that you've created inside your head of who you're not. And you start creating it of who you are and who you want to be. And you start, once you start doing that, you start changing your life and your world around you starts becoming totally different and you become a whole new person. Start seeing yourself as a high value person. Start identifying yourself as somebody that's high value and watch your world shift. Watch your paradigm shift before your very fucking eyes. Trust me. It's, it's huge. Absolutely huge. Another thing the 1% do, then the 99% don't, is they're fucking grateful for everything. You ever wake up in the morning and you're like, fuck. <laughs> you're just pissed off at the world. Everything's going wrong. Maybe you didn't get to the gym on time. Now you got to rush to work and you fucking can't shower and you didn't get breakfast and it's just going to be a shitty fucking day, right? Everything's going wrong. Hey, at least you're not deployed, <laughs> right? Oh, this is shitty. I remember when I was looking forward to being back home. Now I, you know, I don't have to worry about it. I'm actually home. I get to shower. I, I can actually come home tonight and shower in my own bed. I can eat my own food and I can hang out with my own people. I can go out to fucking eat at a restaurant if I want, right? Couldn't do that when I was deployed. That's an example of some gratitude right there. That's a fucking example, right? Think about that. Think about something. You can find fucking gratitude in everything. Everything you do. You can wake up in the morning and be like, fuck. And then drink a glass of water and be like, ah, I won. I fucking got a glass of water and I drank. Drank the water from the glass. First thing, victory. I fucking won, right? You turn that fuck into fuck yeah. You turn that into something positive. And that's what it's all about. It's finding gratitude in everything you do. There's always something to be grateful for. Hey, at least I've got a fucking house. At least I got a bed to get out of bed with, right? Or at least I got a wife. Or at least I'm single, right? What if you start saying some things like that? Like I get to, or thank God I am, or at least I, at least I am or whatever. Right. Instead of being like, fuck, I'm single. Be like, man, at least I get to be single. Right. Or I'm fucking single. Like, like exclamation mark, not dot, dot, dot. Right. <laughs> like, like do these things with positive twists on them and watch how your world's going to change. That's what the 1% do that 99% of people don't is they find gratitude and gratefulness in everything that they do. It's very, very different than the victim mindset, the entitlement mindset. The entitlement mindset says, I should have or I deserve and I don't have, right? That's entitlement mindset. You just, you breed this like negativity, like it's gross. You just breed negativity in your own head and you're just always gonna be sad and miserable and fucking depressed. Why the fuck would you wanna do that? Why would you wanna live your life like that? Just depressed all the time. Just always entitled to something that you're that you don't have. Well, you can always find something that you don't have. You can always find something to be entitled about. Why not be grateful instead? Why not be like, fuck yeah, at least I got this car. Fuck yeah, at least I got gas in my damn car that I can get to the station, you know, get to work with. Now I get to make more money. Fuck yeah, that's awesome, right? Or fuck yeah, at least I found this podcast. This guy's firing me up and getting me my, opening my eyes to all these things that I can do. He's, he's a mentor of mine. Now he's changed my life, changed my world. This is awesome, right? Not, oh, I'm not where he is. No, fuck that. No, I'm on this journey and I've started it now. I've started this journey to where I'm going to be somewhere amazing someday. 
Not, oh, God, I can't believe I'm so far behind. No, fuck that. You can always find something. Think about it. It's, it's the self-fulfilling prophecy, right? You can always find something that has to do with whatever you're looking for. You want to find a fucking, there's one thing about statistics, right? You can find a statistic for every damn thing. You can find a statistic for how many basketballs go in the hoop. You can find a statistic for how many basketballs miss. What data are you trying to present, right? Damn COVID was the same way. You can find statistics and studies for any fucking thing you want to argue. What are you arguing? Are you going to be positive about what you're doing? Are you going to embrace change and embrace growth and look for things that go in the right direction? Are you going to be fucking entitled and negative and bitchy and moaning and cry about everything that's going on in your world? Are you going to be entitled and dependent on somebody else to make a change in your life? Or are you going to be grateful and make those changes on your own? That's what the 1% do, the 99% don't. They find gratitude and are grateful for everything that happens in their life. Something else the 1% do is they have patience and fucking confidence, right? I told you guys I had a bunch of note cards. <laughs> but they find fucking patience and confidence in everything they do. And that comes back to them being a high fucking valued person. They know their value. They know what they bring to the table. They know what they have is worth a damn. And they do something about it. Right? They have patience for things to work out. When you start a business, I can tell you right now, fucking patience is huge because it's not going to work in the first three days. It's not going to work in the first three months. Sometimes you're probably going to have to wait four, five, six, seven, eight months before you start seeing the kind of growth that you're looking for. And I tell you right now, the hardest one is the very first one. Making that first dollar, that first hundred dollars, that first thousand dollars, that first ten grand. Making that the first time is the hardest thing in the world to do. And as soon as you do it, you break this threshold. But you'll never get there if you're not patient and confident that it's going to happen. Be fucking patient and keep fucking going. That's what's going to get you to the next level. That's what's going to get you to push on. If things aren't going the way you thought they were, keep fucking going. Keep going. It's going to work out. That's the difference between the 1% and the 99%. You've got the patience to push through. You've got the patience to continue to drive on. You don't give up. You're not going to stop. It's going to work. Don't give up. Keep fucking going. That's the biggest difference. That's a huge difference between the 1% and the 99%. They keep fucking going. They don't give up. They have the patience. They have the understanding. They have the confidence that it's going to work, that it's going to be different, that's going to make it that they're going to do it, that they're going to get that first sale, that they're going to get that first $1,000, that they're going to get the first $10,000 in sales, that they're going to hit that million-dollar mark someday. They're confident and they're patient about it. They don't give up. you got to keep fucking going. All right, and the last thing. It's the last one i got at least written down. Um, last thing the 1% do, the 99% don't, is they don't listen to people that don't bring value to their life. Y'all could think about this. I know the last episode talked about letting go of friends and family and shrinking your circle kind of, right? That whole concept of being okay with letting go of people that don't serve where you're trying to go. It's huge, right? It's absolutely critical. If you're trying to be a world-class athlete and you're trying to go to the, uh, to the Olympics, do you think Michael Phelps surrounds himself with, uh, with people that sit on the couch and eat donuts all day and uh, weigh in excess of 300 pounds and have no motivation to win a gold medal at all in their life? Nope. Uh, I can almost guarantee that is not who he spends his time with. He may smoke some weed sometimes. <laughs> no, but um, but no, I, I fuck guarantee you that is not the people that he spends his time with. Michael Phelps spends his time in the pool around people that want to be fast and want to beat him. They want to set records and they want to change 
what it means to be world-class and be the fastest person in the world. That's who he surrounds himself with, right? Do you think um, Ryan Reynolds or Keanu Reeves surround themselves with uh, people that are constantly negative and constantly drowning out positive energy and just draining the world? No, I don't think so. I don't think they're not a hell day in his life that they do that. I mean, there's so many videos you could just... You could probably Google or go on Instagram, and you, shit, you could probably go on Instagram and find a uh, an Instagram channel just on Keanu Reeves and him being a nice guy. I mean, uh, you can go almost every day. You can find something on Keanu Reeves doing something nice for somebody. I mean, the, the damn guy I think he's known for commuting to work in the damn subway, right? Which is like preposterous. Like nobody does that, especially in Hollywood, right? But Keanu Reeves is always on the fucking subway. And you can almost find him always like giving up his seat or helping some old lady carry something or do, doing something for somebody because he's a great guy and he doesn't surround himself with people that have negative energy. I think he's got, he's super famous for the quote saying, You're better off alone than around the wrong people. And it's huge, right? They value, they, they don't let people that don't bring value to their life into their life. They don't let them influence their life because they got too much good to do. They have too much positive energy to give everybody else that deserves it, you know, to be, to be frank and honest. There's too much, too many people that need the, the good energy and the positivity. Cut the negative people out. Give them that forcing function that they need to make the change in their life. Give that positive to somebody that needs it and drive them to success because that's going to be the, the example that's set for somebody that's in the rut or that's in the negative. And you're going to bring them out of it by giving them that kick in the ass that they need. So that's all I got, guys, for this one. I I hope that fires you up. I mean, fuck, I I was sitting just the other day when I was reading, and I'm like, you know what? I need to talk about fucking the difference because there's so much stuff going on out there right now. And if you want to be different, everyone can do it, right? Start putting these things into your daily life and making these tiny little changes as you go through the world, as you go through your world and your daily life. You wake up in the morning and stuff. Be grateful for things. Surround yourself with positive people, right? Jump on opportunities that present themselves. Stop blaming other people right? Do all these little things that I talked about, especially in this episode and fucking all the episodes, really, but do all these things that I talk about. I mean, your, your world's going to change. I swear to God, right? Embrace, embrace the flow of life and allow yourself to change. Take this, take listening to this episode as a sign that the universe is pushing you in a direction that's making you, that needs to make you a better person. The world needs you to be the best version of you, right? I need you to be the best version of you because you will positively impact my world at the same time and make better person your spouse needs you to be the best version of you your kids need you to be the best version of you those alone dudes out there guess what your fucking cat or dog needs you to be the best version of you out there right there's people out there that need you to be that elite version that elite status of who you can possibly be take these things implement them in your life change the world for the people around you and make this world a better place that's what this whole thing is about finding fulfillment you find fulfillment you can embrace that and help other people find theirs And by doing that, we change the world one person at a time. And this world will become better. I swear to God, I promise you it's going to happen. Because enough of you people that are listening to these things are going to take this stuff. They're going to implement it in the world. You're going to be one of the 1%. You're going to be the action takers in your life, in your world. And you're going to be somebody that transforms the world for someone else that's around you. Thank you so much, guys, for tuning in. Find us on Fulfillment Underscore Lifestyle. My name is Josh. Thanks for tuning in, guys. We'll see you next time.